Hey, this is Carlos. And this is Allison. And welcome to Actually Pretty Typical, where we talk about So Weird. It's weird! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Lost. It is not the beloved television show. J.J. Abrams probably so, had a hand in it. Maybe J.J. Abrams. <laughs> could totally be, be a part of that. So, right off the bat, I was disappointed. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give away too much about how this show is made, but I haven't watched this episode for like a month. Okay. And you just watched it. I literally so just watched it. I'm going to say maybe you should give the summary of what happens. What is this episode about? What's the deal? So, the thing to keep in mind about this episode is that there's nothing... Um, there's not, like, a weird, there's, there's no, like, weird agent that's going around. Mm. It's just, like, a lady. Phenomena. Yeah, so Fiona gets these weird messages no. on a, uh, on a messaging service, uh, on her computer. Uh, she ropes in her mom, and the messages appear to be coming from a woman in a, who's been in a coma for 14 years. What? And the hospital she's in is getting an Ethernet hookup. And they Classic. hooked it into the same outlet or same wall as her EKG mm-hmm. machine. Uh, and so that has allowed her to use the electrical signals from the EKG machine to uh, contact people through the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Classic. she's she's trapped in like some image of her mind and needs to she's in her head, she's still like a 13 year old girl. Um, and Fiona like, tracks down her family and helps her find her way home slash wake up from her coma Mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's like uh yeah that's generally the the coma let's talk about fiona's intro i guess yeah totally so her intro talks about people in comas and how we they may like go to a special place oh my god when i saw that i said is this gonna be another astral projection (laughs) i was just like we just was like wait a second we already did this it kind of was it's very similar in the fact that it was boring it was (laughs) it was kind of boring i mean it was it was touching in some ways yeah it was sweet um I but love the mother-daughter sort of relationship. That's the thing in I that like to... and it with Molly and Fiona. Yeah, so that I think Molly again shines as always mm-hmm. uh, in this episode, and I feel like uh, I don't know the the whole idea that like people can communicate through a coma is a little problematic in my opinion. Why? I I just felt like as nice as it was to see Fiona and Molly have their own sort of outing. Mm-hmm. I mean this. This girl's kind of praying. Like, let's say she was just. Let's say there wasn't anything, and she was just like a scam artist. Or okay. Whatever. There sure. are people who take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. People in comas. Oh, I just you mean like people who like claim they can like talk to spirits? Like, that yeah, kind of yeah. And then like you know someone who's grieving over a. What lo- is a sad because the mom was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Like whatever you can do Immedi- to wake yeah. up my daughter." And I was like, "Oh, 
Good thing we know we know Fiona's a real yeah, exactly. Like, like we're on her side. She's well. She's, the mom was also like uh, Molly was also kind of a, a more on board than I thought she would be in this episode. Yeah, and it was another thing where like, <laughs> well, we should again. We'll have to talk about um, uh, coming off of like Singularity or like Clue was in a time warp. Like Clue experienced. Oh yeah, that's right. Clue experienced the weird. This is another scenario mm-hmm. where like. Molly is experiencing the weird yeah. and like kind of becoming a believer. Was Clue in this one? Clue is in two scenes. In like in the very beginning. He and Jack play hacky sack. Oh yeah, twice. I wrote hacky sack in all caps. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And then wing dings. Anyway, I don't want to jump. I don't want to <laughs> jump around too much. But the one thing I like is that Molly, uh, one was totally down to like help Fiona with this thing, and two actually demonstrated like some pretty solid internet safety advice for her yeah, child yeah um i think this was also i kind of referenced it in another episode I, I think it was the um the gremlins one where I, it felt like is very much a 90s sort of reaction to the emergence of the internet yeah and it's like oh it's everywhere and in this it's like okay what if the internet was the weird, like the yeah. internet is a way for us to like talk to like the dead kind of thing. Like you know, they, it's like a tool for like, like phenomenon to happen. Like I actually have a note in here too. This is like the internet is the new magic. Yeah, like, totally. Totally. You, you could... get that vibe from this episode and, and a, a couple. I think that's just like part of this series. This whole show is very much predicated on the idea that like it just opens up a new avenue for weirdness. In this mm-hmm. case, it's using you know paranormal stuff, but mm-hmm. it is definitely indicative of how like fantastical we saw the internet mm-hmm. before we realized it was like mining our data for evil shit and, and everything like, happens know. through i mean she keeps up this blog and this website yeah. everything all the weirdness is funneled through the internet or yeah. like technology well she that... keeps up with other people mm-hmm. who like she's encountered but i found it pretty nice i mean maybe even maybe, the, these emails maybe this is a the sign winding of... emails <laughs> right, the winding ones uh oh yeah that's what they should follow the lady in a coma sends fiona emails mm-hmm. that are just like weird symbols like winding font essentially yeah. <laughs> um, and then just like oh yeah you wrote down I wrote the message. them down okay because like, um, she, so she sends these cryptic emails, and it's like just si- single spaced words. Yeah, right? dark said, time, Effie Street lost. Right, and Fiona, Fiona has to like, you know, decipher them or mm-hmm. whatever else. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I I think I do think it's like sweet that she's able to help her. This seems like a very like. I think the reason that it's hard to talk about this episode because it's, like, very straightforward. It's, like, it was... she gets these emails. She figures out where it's coming from. I don't remember how. Uh, she, well, she just, I don't know how she figures out that it's a, oh, it's, oh, it's from. Um, the address? The address. She yeah. says something about an address. So, like, the lady in the coma in her head uh-huh. is trapped in an older version of her of her hometown that she's never left. Yeah. And so she only, she's at the movie theater and references the movie theater and Fiona. That's right. They look up the movie. They look up the movie, So she's describing things to her and we see it as the viewer and it's this little girl and it's kind of like, it looks like real life. So it's not clear that it's sort of this like unearthly plane. (laughs) Right. And then you're like, oh, it's kind of like a dream and she's a little girl and then you find out, oh, she's actually not a little girl. But she's been in this coma for so long right. that the real girl is, like, a grown-ass woman. You're right. And then so she communicates through the internet that way. 
Um, and they don't reveal she's a grown-ass woman for a while. Yeah, that's uh, kind of like a kind of cool. twist. Yeah. It's sad, though. I mean, she never can really get that back. Even though she helps her, she's still, like, it's still kind of a tragic story. It is, yeah. I mean, she's been, like, what, 14 years trapped. She was probably trapped at age 13. Yeah, she's right? probably, like, our age now. Yeah. Um, but... Life's over. <laughs> pretty much. Like, it's, it's over at, like, 28. Like, it's it's just done. Boo. Actually, speaking of Bone age, Bone it in. <laughs> Speaking of age, and this might be a sign that I'm getting older, but when Molly sits down and tells Fiona, like, okay, you can talk to this creepy person online, but I have to be there every single time. As an adult, I was like, that's, yeah, that's pretty solid parenting yeah, right yeah. there. Like, you gotta throw a hard line, like, but uh-huh. I know for a fact as a kid, I'll be like, oh, come oh, on, Molly. <laughs> Ugh, uh, I'm trying to get abducted. Yeah, You're ruining just, it. Yeah, I'm, I don't remember my mom really... I think once I started going on the internet more, it was just she realized it was over for for me in terms she of like safety. Well, and then she looked at what I was really doing and was just like, "Oh, he's just playing Diablo." Oh, he's just <laughs> like, a fucking nerd. He's, so a fucking he's nerd. fine. He's fine. No one's gonna want to touch this kid. Are you kidding me? Have um, you watched Pen Fifteen yet? No, everyone's talking. You about gotta watch it. It's okay. so good. But there is an yeah. episode where they they talk about aim and so it's they kind of touch on it a little bit where like they're entering chat rooms that they right. don't understand. <laughs> yeah. They even like have this kind of throwaway part where they're like looking at all the chat rooms and like what's M for M and like they don't go into that one, but it's like funny that they just mentioned it offhand because like of course as like a tween you probably aren't familiar with that means and you're just excited like the I will say this I I definitely share in like Fiona's whole excitement about it like the fact that you could it's still new it's still very new the fact that you could just like blurt out information to someone in in the ether and they'll respond mm-hmm. nowadays it's a little more scary like because people on reddit or whatever will just like you know yeah yell at you um yeah that, I and, and you tend to just like mostly connect with your friends yeah well because then, it's so vast and everyone has it or right. like so many people have it yeah but i think at that time there was like a little bit more I don't know. I think it, it it would make sense if people were more naive. Yeah. Because you just didn't know all the terrible crimes people could commit against you on the internet. They just hadn't Catfish figured it out. wasn't a TV show or a movie. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> exposing the real mysteries. <laughs> Thanks, Nev. Uh, yeah, Catfish is, was it Fiona IRL? Um, but yeah, I, I, this episode's kind of hard to talk about because it is very straightforward. I like, I put um, down a quote that, um, I don't know if Jack said this, but... It's a, probably some cyber weenie spamming the net. <laughs> that's ex- that's I was like, classic. That's this what is Fiona so said. Classic. Yeah, it's like some cyber weenie. And I was like, well, wieners isn't too far off about what the internet's composed of. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. But like, these, this girl's messages were like dark. Like she yeah. wrote, dark time, Effie Street lost, and then dark night, Camilla scared, help me. Yeah. I was like, this is a terrible scam. Also, what does she want? Yeah, like, what is she trying to do? <laughs> Please transfer this much money into my bank account. Yeah, Nigerian prince, <laughs> 3000 <000 now. laughs> Those were the words she said. Mom, we gotta help you. Nigerian him. prince, transfer funds, yeah. 18th now. birthday. 18th birthday. <laughs> Inheritance. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Prince of Nigeria contacts you. But then she asked the cyber weenie if they're okay, which is really sweet. It was just like a Even when she wasn't sure if it was a scam, she just instantly was like, are you okay? I think, I mean... There's something so pure about V and yeah. her reactions to it, things. Even when she's being weird as hell, like when she finds... When she discovers the address of the... of Cam, She discovers Camilla's address. Mm-hmm. Is it Camilla? Yeah. Uh, Camilla's address 
literally like the knocks on the door they open up and she just spouts out like oh my god electrical signals and blah, someone blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm talking to someone in the coma does she live here yeah someone I don't know maybe she's in a coma or she's trapped and like this this grieving parent and her sister are just like, like what uh, come on in strange child sure <laughs> this is pretty messed up that you're but doing one of them who I don't remember exactly but what the one aunt? of yeah the aunt's more skeptical no, the aunt, the aunt is, like, all in. Oh, I thought there was one that was, like, not sure about it. No, the the mom was a little, like, kind of iffy. The mom is the one that's just, like, she's been in a coma for 14 years. Like, please leave us alone. Yeah, and then the but the aunt, aunt was there, like, t- talking to her, right? Yeah, and she yeah. was just, like, she's, like, oh, uh, you know, we've been here for, like, 30 years. And she, like, actually chat, like, types mm-hmm. in and chats with uh, uh, Camilla as mm-hmm. she's, like, trying to figure out. Um, and I guess we should talk more about how they get her home. So again, the whole thing is like, she's trapped in this old version of her town, and the only way she can quote-unquote wake up from the coma, apparently, is, is to like, go to her house. Go to her house. The problem is, she's in a t- version she's of the a- town. She's outside the Princess Theater. It's been established. Much. Outside that, she's in a version of the town that's 14 years older. Right. So like architecture isn't the same, street mm-hmm, signs aren't the mm-hmm. same, and the aunt actually knows. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get into. <laughs> like, the aunt actually knows where She's like, oh, she is. But like she keeps kind of forgetting, which I totally understand. Mm. But so basically, they're they're playing this video game where like that's right. The boys are outside in real life on the streets, mm-hmm. telling them like, playing hacky sack. <laughs> Whenever they're they like walking through the streets in real time, mm-hmm. as Fee is trying to describe it on the computer. Right. She's like, "You're at the Princess Theater now. Now turn where, left. Turn left. What do you see?" Like, and, and then the boys are like, "Oh, there's like a building here." But, like, mm-hmm. the building didn't exist back then. Right. And the aunt's trying to, like, remember. She's like, oh, yeah, the old cannery was there, but like, then they knocked it down. Away. And yeah. Camilla runs into the actual cannery in her ghost version or whatever. Yeah, so she can't pass it. Yeah. And she starts crying, which is really sad. Yeah, I actually, I got a little, I don't know. It was trying to pack an emotional punch, but I feel like with the previous episodes, like, episode seven, episode nine, right? Angel, the one with the angel. Yeah. And the one with uh, Rebecca, right? Yeah. Um, Those were a lot. I think stronger, not just in storytelling, but like the stakes. The stakes. That's what it is. It was like, I have leukemia, but like she didn't just throw it around. It was like at the very end, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you just (laughs) discover and like you realize something's wrong. The dad drops hands. Mm -hmm. There was a buildup. Whereas here, this one, I even wrote that. Um, it was revealed right away. So it was a different. It was a different formula. It was very different. I, I normally the they like figure out what the weirdness is, but this one starts with the weirdness. Yeah. But they're like trying to save her. Yeah, and I I think there's. But it, it only was like hard because she was a little girl and she kept crying and like not like if she really just followed the instructions and walked there, it would have been very quick. Also, it it does to that point. Like it, there's this weird fake out moment they do where like she's literally about to like walk in front of her house. Right, and oh, she yeah. just drops off. The, she she gets like, down. I'm tired or something. Yeah, right? she gets down on her knees. They don't explain what happens, but all of a sudden, it's just like there to build fake suspense of like. I think I thought like, oh no, it's like been too many years. She's gonna die. Yeah, that's like, what right I was. Before she goes inside, been, that would have been actual stakes. You like, think that you know, her been vitals? Better? Her vitals are gone. I mean, it would have been too dark for. Like, yeah. Fuck this. You no. know what would have been, been good is if there was some way that Fiona could go into her consciousness. Like, mm-hmm. she could funnel her consciousness into the computer as well. Right. And, like, 
have like an earpiece where like Jack or someone is telling her like where to go and she's there with her. That would have oh, been that would have cool. been freaking crazy. Or like if she got almost there and then Fiona had to enter like the matrix to yeah. save her. <laughs> she like walks into her mouth or something. But then like it's this. like oh no like Fiona's stuck or like their consciousnesses are like. See we should have read this fucking episode. Yeah fuck you Henry yeah. Winkler. Fuck you JJ Abrams. You don't got shit on us. <laughs> we got a way better episode in our, under our sleeves. Um, go back to writing Lost. Actually like- he only, he only <laughs> wrote the first season. <laughs> but. Um, but also the so when the aunt's there she's helping them and she mm-hmm. definitely believes but like she asks some questions to see if it's like really her like yeah, that they're yeah, talking the mom to and, mom and aunt's, like, she yeah. said what's my sister's name Right. <laughs> what's your favorite hiding place your favorite food and your favorite baseball player <laughs> those are the identifying questions yeah. <laughs> I feel like favorite food and favorite baseball player like her friends could know her fr- yeah people could figure it out hiding place is an interesting one and then sister's name, it's like, what, are you trying to break into my bank account? <laughs> yeah, what is my social, what's your social security number? What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> right, can you just write that what down? What was the first pet you've ever, pet you ever had's name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the street you grew up on? Yeah, your first boss, your um, first car. First best friend. Yeah. I also hate that the, like, security questions now are that specific, where I'm like, like, okay, I don't know, like, who's my best friend? That's like... That's, that changes. Also, like, my first boss, I'm like, I'm from my first real job, or, like, you know, like, under the table. Yeah. Like, I don't, it, it, it's, I feel like everything is, like, qualified for me, so I kind of hate those questions. Yeah, I, I don't know what it means. Whenever it's they like, have something make subjective. Make a model of your first car. I'm like, I don't know. It's, like, my mom's car that I borrowed, I guess. You know what's, you know what's stupid of me is I often forget what is the make and what is the model. So the model's the subtype. I don't the fucking make. know. Toyota Corolla, I guess, would be, like, make and model. I know. I what's the know. make? Yeah, what's the make? Uh, listeners, okay. please write in yeah. and uh, school us about <laughs> Tweet cars. Us what the make is? Listen, we live in yeah. San Francisco. We don't need cars. Maybe in the maybe in season two we'll become real gearheads. Is what we're gonna have. It. Yes, it's gonna this happen. is gonna be Top Gear. <laughs> top Gear. Or top Gear. Pop. Welcome to our Top Gear Appreciation Podcast. Um, everyone on Top Gear is racist and old. Yeah, and um, cars are not that great. So thanks for tuning in to our Top Gear podcast. Yeah, uh, take that cars. <laughs> Hashtag take that cars. So yeah, so I thought that the questions were like a little weak, but her security questions were not strong. <laughs> yeah, but, like, so she believed like right away. Yeah, so the, yeah, the mom asked like, oh, do you like mashed potatoes? Great. That's my baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, right? Like, yeah, like, that's my favorite food. <laughs> good for you. Um, but I also wrote down, everyone's involved. They could be the Partridge family Scooby gang. Yeah. Because like they had the, the kids out there like looking around the streets. Right. Molly's sitting there with Fee. Like, like everybody in the family is like a task in this mission mm-hmm. whereas normally it's like fee on her own or fee plus one or two yeah. but in this one it's like everybody and everybody's helping and everybody knows what's happening and th- is like participating in it so it's like they're acknowledging that this weird fucking thing that they cannot explain exactly. is happening how are we gonna deal with it? Exactly, it's the same question. Is we it had gonna last come episode. up the next time? It's... But this time it's fucking everyone. Yeah, it is like. Jack's involved. Jack doesn't. Jack's usually in there constantly saying like, "Hey, fuck it, it doesn't mean anything." Or even when he does, yeah, there was no moment of that in this. Nothing. It was, it was just them on the street being like, "Oh yeah, there's uh, this thing over here on the cool. southwest corner." Like, how did they? I, I'm not one to like super dig into plot holes about shit, but it would have been nice to have had see the a moment scene of them like trying to formulate and explain why they're doing this. Because you have a hook there, right? Like, Jack really respects his mom, mm-hmm. and so if he sees that his mom is actually like, hey, maybe he'd be more bought he'd in, be more into it. There's a good arc for them because i feel like jack is starting to like i don't know he's having his own sort of developmental arc in, in certain yeah, ways yeah totally but i don't know like 
everyone hopping in on this or not is just, eh. Yeah. I really felt like a good three quarters of the episode was just them giving directions to this girl. Pretty much. It was very yeah. boring. Yeah. I said, someone get this girl a GPS. <laughs> oh no, did she die, sad face? Yeah, I mean... Uh, a stupid Disney channel. I mean, of course she didn't die. <laughs> I guess it was, it the first episode was about a ghost trying to contact its family or something like that? Yeah. It's been so long. But the, like, I don't know, the stakes of that just weren't, just weren't clear. And I think that's generally our, our confusion. I'm thinking like, okay, this is episode 12. Right. Um, what do you think, like... Okay, if I said, can you name 12, like, weird things? We're going to do a TV show about a kid who investigates weird shit. Right. Do you think you can come up with 12? Because I think that they could come up with 10, and then they got to this fucking episode. Right. <laughs> just like, Because it's it. like, um, like, what if someone's in a coma, but they're, like, in the internet? That'd be crazy. It's like, like... mermaid, um... Okay. Leprechaun, dragon, uh, unicorn, ghosts, okay. pirate ghosts. Wizards. <laughs> yeah, wizard and witches, separate. Sure, warlocks as well. Warlocks. Um, you could do uh, pixie. Once you, you, once could you do, do angel. That's ten already. Yeah, that's already ten. Angel, sure. You could do a, a djinn. You could uh, do... You could do like a. You could even do troll. You could do okay. That's already thirteen. Okay, you, you've done. You've done. You've done on your side. You could do a brownie. Keep bringing those up. You could do um, gremlin. Uh, uh, you you could do like even even something that would fit in the show. Griffin. A pipe like a Pied Piper scenario where sure. like someone has a magical control over animals. Yes. They can just do shit. Isn't that weird? Or children. Children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could argue that the. All the paranormal in this in this show has control over Fiona. Yeah, Fiona. <laughs> but okay, but that's a lot already. Yeah, that's eighteen. That I just we just named. Just wrote a whole fucking season of. Um, I know that's more than a season. So, but it's so I just I felt like this one it felt like a reach. I didn't enjoy the plot. I felt they needed one more thing yeah. to make it interesting. Yeah, I just I wasn't that invested. I feel like I'm having a hard time cracking jokes. <laughs> like, be better. Yeah. Be better. <laughs> Give us joke fuel, yeah. Winkler. Yeah. And again, Denton got done dirty. I imagine he walked yeah. on set all pumped, and they saw him playing hacky sack, and they're like, "You're just gonna like, do that." He's like, "Oh, sweet." Yeah. He's like, oh, "Sweet is mad." But like, also, like, how many scenes am I in today? Do, uh, probably two. Probably like three. <laughs> Maybe they had, like, a whole side story where he gets, like, jacked in. Yeah, he gets jacked into the, the Matrix. Tron style, Tron or, like, the Matrix. Yeah. And he needs to save her. And he's like, oh, and like, Hey, uh, EVD, we gotta talk to you for a second. He's, like, reading the script. I just got uh, the script. Yeah. This, I'm so stoked about this script. I stayed up all night yeah. memorizing it. Right. Like, I'm so ready. I'm Henry, how are we gonna do coordinator. the... Yeah. <laughs> what are the special effects gonna look like for I when sat, I jack in? and sat makeup for six hours. I'm ready. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, so uh, we had to do a rewrite, and uh, we decided to go another direction. <laughs> Such good, we we think it would be great and a better use of your talents yeah. if you just like walked around with this other kid and you just like said directions. Yes, yeah, said directions. And then here's this: all's not lost. Makeup is still going to be worthwhile. Every time you stop to do something. Bust out the hacky sack, yeah, man. We yeah, really bro. love those skills. Listen, we know you're from Southern California. Uh, we know you're doing your thing. <laughs> you know. Now you got that sweet hacky sack. Yeah, you know. You get... can crank up the sublime. <laughs> get a little sack in there. Yeah, get a little, yeah. Toss that sack. I wish Just I knew hacky it. sack terms. Uh, you know like what? A... I don't. No. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I just imagine them sitting him down and be like, sling that sack as hard yeah. as you can. Let's sling it, bro. Yeah, sling it. Make it almost look like you're on drugs. But not but, quite. But, but the Disney quite. version. The... Honestly, though, this is just another thing in the list of like, <laughs> kind of implying that he's a stoner, but like never saying it. All the time. And it's really stoner. interesting because it's like, you know how they talk about like, drug um, paraphernalia. Right. It's like, it's not just pipes. It's hacky sack. It's hacky sack. It's frozen burritos. It's, it's fucking tie-dye t-shirts. It's tie-dye t-shirts. Going world, going, being super enthusiastic uh, about farming. It's like blonde middle, bleached like middle part, long point, hair. Yeah, it's, at this point, like fucking Arifat Dead's just like going back and forth. Uh, is he or isn't he? He's like Schrodinger's stoner or something like that. Like Love he that. is and is not. Love that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Disney has like an official term for that. I'm just like the uncertainty Schrodinger, principle. Schrodinger's stoner. <laughs> Schrodinger's stoner. It's gonna work. I mean, I think we know that. I don't know. Listen, okay. Okay. There's no way that he could fuel the drug habit because he didn't have any money. <laughs> He had, I mean, come on. But. Drink. <laughs> no, that's not Air Fun Den. Clue. We're oh, talking clue. We're talking clue. 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 Okay, okay. Uh, Air Fun Den definitely could. Yeah, yeah. I actually feel like it's way parties. more likely that Clue smokes weed than the, the, the actual EVD. I'm pretty sure EVD is like once a month He seems very straight laced. Yeah, not really. I mean, Maybe these days. Yeah. Listen, I know him very well. Obviously, I know. I'm talking yeah. like, oh yeah, my friend Eric. Like, you get home after a long week of hanging out with your three Selling kids. Selling gold. <laughs> Sell a gold. Try Again, to Eric Van Den, please come on come the show, on the show. Set the record straight. We, I, we've said it before. We'll say it again. We'll smoke you out. Yeah, we'll smoke you out. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> look, we're not going to judge you. It might be easy to do this because maybe space. you never smoke. Look, you're high stress. You're working on commission. You we get uh, it. Yeah, you got three kids. You got to uh, you take them to Disney Channel movie premieres. And the and pressure shit. of just like the fame. Being you. Yeah, honestly, we get it. We get it. So if you want to come in here, chill out. I got dogs here, man. Like, yeah, they it's love. Fine. Fake stoners. They love fake stoners. Uh, they love Schrodinger's cat, so they'll love you. Yeah, exactly. Actually, one of them really, really does like weed. That's another story. Uh, that's a great story. That's a great story. No, we don't abuse the dog. She's yeah. just eating some. Yeah, I feel like you just need, really to like that. That need to qualify that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, dogs get into shit. Uh, but if you want to hotbox the room with the dog in it, <laughs> I'd be down. The EVD. dog would be too down is yeah. the problem. The yeah. <laughs> Maybe more down than you. But you yeah. have a hard time. So Clue is like always on the road. So he's meeting different people. Right. So it's just like it'd be hard for him to like, he wouldn't have a consistent person to buy from. Mm-hmm. He would, it'd be harder for him to sneak away because he doesn't have a car. No. He doesn't have any income. <laughs> so maybe he just like, born to be a stoner he just which has is not abilities. living to his full potential when your dad i mean he's also like 12 yeah and his dad clearly has a history his mom pro, i mean a straight lace that bitch definitely smokes yeah exactly i'm just <laughs> she's thinking. never on the show either yeah she's like i want to know going. so much about her this she's is, the most interesting character isn't there me. a tv trope about that like a disappearing mom like she's just oh, were very they like, random Bring out breakfast and Bring, call everyone to the table and then don't exist ever again. It, that's exactly what their mom is. Except she's like, she's the one that calls the tow truck or mm. calls the venue. Yeah. And that's it. Or takes Molly shopping. She's yeah. done that like three times. Just now. like takes another character off screen. Right. She's just there. She's like a tool to move the parents out of the way. <laughs> Pretty much. Or to like fix the bus. I almost feel like Disney just saw Molly and was like, she's mom enough. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's a good, she's a pretty good mom. But, uh. They definitely could have written the other mom off the show. They could have written And I don't know if they do. My point being, she looks so straight-laced, though, that she 
it's definitely a reaction to maybe some crazy wild days. Like, she is just reformed. Oh, really? Yeah, she, you think the she other mom? She partied hard. Definitely. How do you think she met Squatch? Exactly. Like, she's they met bit. and, like, were like, let's have a child. Yeah, let's do this. Let's build a life together. With that fucking, like, crazy biker dude. <laughs> <laughs> crazy biker. He, he left his biker. What was his? He, he was, like, a bar. Was, he was a bartender at a biker. He was Roadhouse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was that. The whole movie. The whole movie was Squatch. And yeah. then he had a kid and reformed. And he's like, so. I don't want this kid to be a stoner. <laughs> and they're like, well. They're like, eh. Too late. <laughs> Have you seen your jeans? Yeah. He yeah. did like a 23 and me. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just like stoners. Um, stoner jean? <laughs> yeah, just, you just got Very it. Likely. <laughs> Very likely. <laughs> just throughout. It's like you've been... Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Not the, not the strongest app, but it's fine. And, you know, we're completionists. we got to watch the whole thing. Just knock it out of the park. Whatever. Yeah. I would watch this episode to watch... You know, angel episode. It's it's worth would, it. You know yeah, what I mean? it's you gotta you gotta trust through it. And again, I'd say it's this bad. This and astral projection are the two worst. Two weakest. Uh, but astral projection was worse. Yeah, I would say. But yeah, this one was just like very slim. It was hard. Yeah. So I'm sure the finale is gonna be incredible. Yeah. They're just saving all their juice. Yeah. That's what it is. Then they're gonna start building stuff up and hyping. Like they're this is their misdirection. They're episode. like, oh, like you know, peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. So you did the singularity last time. Yeah. That one was actually pretty. So this like, is like a, a good valley to like get you comfy. Get you comfy. And the next one. Everyone's like, being a nice family. Who knows what's gonna happen? They're yeah. All gonna die in the next one. Yeah. They're just all gonna <laughs> go and be vaporized, and V has to re- resurrect them. Yes. And then we do that. And it's just injected. <laughs> <laughs> just to the, what is it with you? I'm jacked in. Did you watch the Matrix? No, recently? but there is an episode. Okay, there's an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Welcome to the Buffy Court. Okay, yeah, welcome to Buffy, uh, uh, the Buffy podcast the Vampire on Slayer. Yeah, Buffy okay. Buffs. So there's an episode that's very much like reactionary to like the new internet, mm-hmm. where there's this demon who's trapped in this book by like a I don't know, like a warlock or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're scanning all the books in the library, and they scan this book, and in doing so, release the demon into the computer. And he's a demon who can, like... It's pretty cool. And this demon is, like... um, Oh, God, I forget what his name is. I think it's Moloch. But he... (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is, like, a seducer. So he just, like, gets people to love him and worship him. Like, it's all he wants. And so, like, all the nerds at school, like, start talking to him. And he, like, gets them to do his bidding. And two of the nerds are, like, murdering. Straight up murdering people. One of them tries to kill Buffy. But the other one that gets, like, seduced is Willow. And she, like, falls in love with him. And then he gets the other nerds to, like turn him into like a physical robot monster <laughs> it's like it's a little much honestly yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, like it's it does not hold up <laughs> had a good good thread a good social <laughs> and commentary like, thread that it was like but then they're robot. talking about all the things they're sitting in the library you know scooby gang they're talking about all the things like a monster in the internet could do yeah. and they're like nuclear codes and like stopping traffic lights yeah, yeah. And i was like mm, you think you got it with the nuclear codes yeah i think but nuclear codes it's true i think they started to realize at that time like there's so much shit on the computer. Like, computers and the internet right. is, like, because of what it can do, it's, like, the new threat. Yeah. And so I, there was a lot of that fear, and I felt like that episode was very that was pretty, similar to the, or, like, where this could have gone. It's where it could have gone. It's where it hinted at with Molly's stuff a little bit. Like, Molly's uh, apprehensions about her daughter talking to a stranger on the internet yeah. and sending her weird cryptic messages. Like, what if the little girl, instead of being in a coma, was, like, 
pretending and it was like a scary yeah it could have been a go yeah it could have been an actual monster which they could have done a lot of misdirections mm-hmm. there but i feel like yeah like digitizing stuff is pretty scary like we shouldn't be digi- doing electronic you know. voting yeah. you know like well also um kind of a segue a little bit but yeah. um what if there's a new like there's new mythology being made like internet monsters, yeah. like things that didn't exist before. Like, has all the weirdness oh, like a, already been created? Because it's all like old folklore and shit. That's like American Gods, yeah, bit, exactly. Right? Where we're it's like, like we're creating new, newer things, like new representations of like fears and anxieties uh-huh. or hopes, right? So like, maybe there's like a fucking internet uh, witch. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's like, isn't that like oh, like Slenderman a little bit? Yeah, totally. It was like born out of that, out of that fear. Um, I don't, I'm sure there's more of it's that. It's like the chain letter is like, this baby will be standing at the edge of your bed if you don't forward this and yeah. bleed on your toes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and but you're like, no, not my toes. Actually, if anyone could tweet at us about like folklore, like yeah. internet folklore they know, they really like. Cause... Especially like anything that's just come into existence in the last like 20 years. Yeah, I've, yeah, since, especially with social media. Because like I'm, I'm actually drawing, beyond Slenderman, I'm drawing a blank and that... I know that's not true. Maybe we're just slowly creating stuff like that. But that's kind of what I thought with this episode is like, oh, it's like a new, like, modern weirdness. That would be so cool. But I I mean, because they they kind of hinted at it a little bit with the, and I don't remember exactly what happened, but just like, obviously whoever wrote this doesn't know how the internet works, but it was just (laughs) like, ooh, the spark of electricity of the, of the, like, her EKG and also the you know, internet, and right. it's like, oh, now it's fused together. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, could that happen again? Is this, and it's not specific to this location, so it could happen, like, to anyone in a coma, if it, if it happens, just, like, just the right moment. Yeah. It kind I, of felt like a Superman, or superhero, like, origin <laughs> She could just, like, wake up like Frankenstein or yeah, something, I don't know. just be superpowered. I actually just saw Captain Marvel last night, and it was a little bit Oh, like I haven't that. seen it yet. It's really, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope for, for future ones. Yeah. But I'm excited for the finale, uh, especially because we have, uh, yeah. Special surprise. We got a special surprise for you. You gotta wait for it. This is also a valley. This, this is, episode. Yeah, this episode is a valley, and then the peak is gonna Suck it, weirdos. But yeah, we have uh, a special thing planned for the finale, and you guys will all hear about it uh, next time. But um, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, we have an Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it at ATP, the podcast on Twitter? No, APT. A- I fixed it. Okay. At APT, the podcast. On Twitter and Instagram. And check out our website. Yeah, we have a website. Don't forget to please rate and tell your friends about our podcast. Yes. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, so spread the word. We're depending on you, Sweardos. Exactly. So spread the word and uh, keep it weird, everyone. Keep it weird. Let's do it. Yeah. We did it. Wait, it's still recording. (laughs) Stop recording.